Sachem Daf Pei. Today's email comes from Rani Aquin from Bay Harbor, Florida. It is the era of Zoom and YouTube that allows one to tag along an amazing share and almost complete himsefta, and yet not have to the chance or the ability to introduce himself to the Magid Shir. I did not want to reach the sea before introducing myself. My name is Rani Aquin and I'm in Bay Harbor, Florida. I attempted Daf Yomi in the past a couple of times and never connected. After seeing an ad in the Ami magazine for MDY, I decided to try it and now I am hooked. Baruch Hashem. Just wanted to thank you for all the hard work that it takes to deliver the class with such clarity. And you should continue to inspire others just as you've done with me. Have a great week. Thankful, Ronnie Quinton from Bay Harbor. Welcome, Ronnie. If Klai Yisrael is exactly 50% Tomei and 50% Tahar, then Klai Yisrael brings carbon Pesach in two separate groups. But if you add one person to the Tomei group, then all of Klai Yisrael bring the carbon Pesach when they are Tomei. Why? Because you don't divide Klai Yisrael when it comes to the carbon Tzibah. The Elizabeth Massey says one person cannot tip the scale. You need at least two, and he brings it from the Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, in one of your cities, but he stops short after the word Be'echad, or a pause. You can't shech Karim Pesach with one person. Reb Shimon says, if one shevet of Klai Yisrael, most of them are Tomei, then they do the carbon Pesach by themselves, and everybody else does not do with them, they are considered a kahal. One shevet is a kahal, like you see by Binyamin. Rebbe Yudah says, no. If one shevet is mostly Tomei, then all of Klai Yisrael goes together with them. As Rashi explains, it's a genai, it's, it's a, a, dis, a disgrace for Klai Yisrael to be separated in factions, and we should take that to heart. Rav says, if you have a Tana that holds two different things, in other words, the Tana would hold that you do, if Klai Yisrael is exactly split down the middle 50-50, they go into two groups. And the Tana holds like Rabbi Yehuda that you should not do two groups. Now you have a dilemma. What do you do? I have a great idea, says Rav. You take a Sheretz, and you touch one person with that Sheretz. That one person comes to me. Now the group is no longer 50-50. Now it's 50 and one person. They win, and you bring the carbon. The whole Klai Yisrael could bring carbon Pesach now, Betoma. Ula says, why do you have to take a Sheretz and make him Tomei? Just send one person really far away where he can't make the carbon Pesach. Now the group of Tahirim become less than the group of Tmeim. The Tmeim win. You do the whole Klai Yisrael Betoma. If you were to touch one person with a dead body, a mace, that would be a problem. Because now that person will never be able to bring a carbon Chagiga to that Yantif. A, a Sheretz being touched to a person, he would become Tahir that night. But a mace takes seven days. Although, at the end of Pesach, he should theoretically be able to bring a carbon Chagiga. This man, the holds no. The only time you can bring a carbon Chagiga throughout the entire Pesach is if you were available to bring it the first day. But since he wasn't available because he was Tommy Mace, he can't bring it at all. Says Rav Nachman, who in the world will volunteer to go really far from his family for Pesach so that the rest of Klai Yisrael should be able to bring a carbon? I think, I know some people that would volunteer. Rav Nachman says, no. If all of Klai Yisrael are Tomei with Ziva, an emission from the body, that doesn't push off carbon betuma. You can't bring carbon Pesach betuma. The only Tuma that pushes off carbon Pesach is Mace. So, what happens if you have Roiv Klai Yisrael are Tomei Ziva and the Miot are Tomei Mace? In other words, everybody is Tomei today. So you don't look at it as if everybody's Tomei, because the Zavim cannot bring today. It doesn't push off. So they don't bring in the first Pesach. And since 
you don't bring, and no one brings in the first Pesach, so there's no carbon on the second Pesach. Because the only time you have Pesach Sheni is if you had people bringing, pushing off, or that, that did in the first Pesach. Shmuel says, but wait a minute. It says in the Pesach, you, somebody has to bring the carbon Pesach. What's going to be? says, Rav, that's not a good kasha. What if all of Klai Yisrael was Zavim? Then you don't bring a carbon Pesach. Yes, there will be a situation where no one brings a carbon Pesach. What if most, the majority of Klai Yisrael is Tomei Tomei Meis? And the minority is Tomei Tumas Zav. So the people that are Tomei Tumas Meis, obviously, they bring on the first Pesach. Because they're the majority, Betuma, they bring Betuma. The Zavim, however, according to Rav Huna, don't even bring in the second Pesach. And according to Rav Adarava, they do it in the second Pesach. What in Klai Yisrael is divided in three parts? 33% Tomei Meis, 33% Tomei Zav, and 33% are Tahar. Says Ramani Bar Patish, those who are Tomei Tumas Meis never get to do their Karban Pesach, not in the first Pesach, not on Pesach Shein. The first one, because they are a minority, because you take the Zavim who cannot bring today on the first Pesach, together with the Tahirim, and the Mitzvah to the Raim. So the majority of Klai Yisrael, on one hand, and then you have the Mesim on the other hand, so they're the minority, they don't bring. The second Pesach, something interesting happened. The Tmei Zav, who became Tar now, and the Tmei Mesim are mitzvah to the majority, and therefore a majority never brings the Karben Pesach on Pesach Sheni. Says the Mishnah, Karben Pesach and Karben Nazir, which the blood was thrown as we had yesterday, and only after the blood was thrown it became known that the Karben was coming, that the blood was coming, the meat was coming. So for that we have the tzitz that the Kaindadal wears, and that gives a kapara. But if the person himself, the owner, the body, the guf became tame, there's no ritui, there's no kapara from the tzitz. The Mishnah introduces a new concept called Tumas Atahayim. Tuma that was unknown to us before. Tuma from deep down. For that, it's Allah Moshim Sinai that the tzitz is Miratza. Ravina says that if the blood became Tomei, whether it's B'Shayig or B'Mezid, then there's Ritzui. But if the, the, the Zrika was done B'Mezid, there's no Ritzui. Only if the Zrika was done B'Shayig. Rav Shaila says the opposite. If the Zrika was done B'Shayig and B'Mezid, there's Ritzui. But if the, if the blood became contaminated, became Tomei, B'mezid, then we penalize him, and the tzitz is not miratzah. Rava says this halacha of Tumas HaTahayim <clears throat> applies also to the Kayin who's performing the Avaidah of the Karim Pesach and Nazir. And he brings a raya from the Braisa. It says there's no Tumas HaTahayim only for Tumas Meis, which Rava says comes to exclude the Tumas of Asheretz. Now, according to the Mandalah, that says, that if somebody's Tomei Tumas Sheretz, you could still do Shechita and Zrika for him. Right now he's Tomei, but tonight he's going to become Tar. So go ahead, Shech the Karim Pesach for him. So sir, that's a, a Tuma that we know about, and we still Shech for him the Karim Pesach. Certainly Tumas at Tahayim. So it says Rava is coming to say that if, if a Kayan becomes Tomei from Tumas at Tahayim, he's Tar, Halacha Moshim Sinai. Have a wonderful day.